0: This is a headgum podcast. They're
1: not just super. They're not just special. They're not just super. They're not just special.
0: They're the super specials. Heidi, oh, you want to take another run at that? What what do you
1: mean? There was a hiccup when you said you said uh, Heidi and oh that's the new way that we sign into the show i say hi to you Ho. yeah you kind of burp it's like a it's not a burp
0: kind of burp halfway it's through it's a pause
1: people don't know what's gonna come next um hello tanner hi how are you hello jack shepherd oh <laughs> boy
0: uh, Wait, i don't know what to do i don't know what to do we're in brand new territory here we're only on the second book so uh super babies. That's what we call you now. We're yeah. only on the second book and we have not found a catchy oh in
1: text. I've got one. Greeting, I've got one. okay. Attention campers and counselors. Oh, I like it. It's a new episode. I'm at full attention if you know what I mean. wait can you just tease that out for me? I think I know what yeah. you mean? I do think I know what you mean, but I'd like for you to kind of spell it out for me. I
0: am standing at full attention now.
1: Because I'm watching you and you're sitting. So you must be speaking metaphorically in some way? Metaphorically, yeah. Yeah. So what do you mean? You've just
0: captured my attention. I'm at full attention.
1: Like like what?
0: Like uh, attention-wise. Like you have my attention.
1: Okay, good. Yeah. All right. What'd you think I meant? I don't know. It just seemed you like raised your eyebrows in this way that... If I did do that, it was unintentional. Okay. Attention, campers and counselors, and welcome to the Babysitter's Club Super Club. Yes. Super special club. Actually, I think say. it's, I would say Super Club. Okay. B-S-C-S-C. It's like a super majority. Yeah, it's a lot like a super majority. Super babies, you know the drill here. I'm Jack Shepard. My name is Tanner Daniel Greenrain. And every week, we talk about another super special. Jack. Yeah. Pardon me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat>
0: okay. Each week, yeah, we discuss a new book in the super special, Babysitter's Club super special series. Mm-hmm. And we introduce the book by saying the name of the author. Mm-hmm. And we add any additional new... Epithets. Mm-hmm. I didn't capture one, did you? Mm. Oh, I've got one. I've got one. Old meanie. Oh, that's mean. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? And the Knife
1: Martin. <laughs> the Knife. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I noticed this. So there's a subplot that never goes anywhere, but in a way that makes me nervous. Yeah. Where there are these murderers.
0: On the Loose, right? Harv the Knife Johnson. Yeah. Bonnie the Hatchet Jones. And Goldie Fast Finger
1: Swordman. <laughs> and so you think that the one that Anne... So each week, uh, Super Babies, y- you may not remember this, but each Super Special... Anne puts a new, hides a little Easter egg in there, which is a new name that she wants us to call her. Last week, it was uh, the Ocean Princess. And Space Mountain. And Space Mountain. (laughs) The Space Mountain. And the Space Mountain. And this week, it looks like it's the Knife. Yeah, and the Knife Martin. But also possibly, what was the other thing? Well, I think Bonnie, the
0: Hatchet Jones, and Goldie Fastfinger Swordman, yeah, are Anne's accomplices.
1: Okay, they're the ghost writers that we haven't seen yet. Yeah, I like Fastfinger Swordman though. Fastfinger Swordman is actually pretty good. So this
0: week, baby, uh, super babies, we read super special number two, Babysitter's Summer Vacation, mm-hmm. written by the Ocean Princess, the Space Mountain the fast-fingered swordman
1: and m martin or you know what you could say you could say written by the ocean princess the space mountain the knife the fast-finger swordman m martin oh, okay that's
0: that's kind confusing, of confusing isn't it yeah. yeah okay so maybe let's just say the fast-fingered swordman and yeah. the knife martin and the knife martin she also brought up this thing called impetigo Maybe she wants us to call her that. (laughs) I think that's unpleasant. I had it as a kid. It sucked. I wasn't allowed to go to school for like a week because it's extremely contagious.
1: Stacey gets everything. Stacey gets everything. In a way that makes me think that she's a victim of some kind of like government experiment this week. I think it's the camp. You think it's the camp itself? The camp is trying to eat them. I think one of the camps we encounter
0: in this book... Mm -hmm. Is it's a scourge plane? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean by that? It's a it's a plane of existence that has been decimated by
1: some kind of outbreak.
0: Right. One of the many camps we encounter in this book. Oh, but we'll so get into that later.
1: Fascinated to dig into that with you. Why don't we describe this novel for the super babies who have been super good and super quiet and super just listening in? Yes. Okay,
0: so did you prepare like a lengthy, overwritten sort of description of the book that you'd like to read?
1: Well, let me tell you something, Tanner. Yeah. I did not, and let me tell you why. Okay. Because in the Babysitter's Club Super Club podcast... Super Special Club, yep. I think it's Super Club. You do that.
0: Oh, I do that.
1: (laughs) You do that. I don't have to fucking do it
0: anymore. I'm expected now to... Prepare a, a written recap of this book, just kind of with no warning and no
1: prep time. Yeah, welcome, welcome to hell. So I just have to—I mean, I have to do this off the cuff, off the cuff, and then I'll describe this book in a leisurely two minutes.
0: Not two minutes, one minute thirty. I think ninety it's seconds. Two.
1: I get two. Oh, it's ninety seconds. Yeah. Okay. You got ninety seconds last time. All right. Well, that makes me a little. We need one hundred and
0: twenty seconds. Yeah, Jack, why not
1: take an hour, okay? Yeah. I'll just sit back. Okay. I really want to make a Matt Pinfield reference right now. Let's not. MTV's... VJ from MTV. He did 120 minutes, but I don't need that. I need 120 seconds to describe this novel. Didn't he do Headbangers Ball? He was famous for 120 minutes.
0: Oh, okay. Like 60 minutes, but twice as long. Yeah. And for Gen Z. And... No,
1: yeah, that's what I am.
0: With your fidget spinner and your
1: Fortnite dances. A lot of people call me the Matt Pinfield of Gen Z. (laughs) 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 Which is confusing for Gen Z. Yeah, that's among your many
0: epithets.
1: (laughs) Tanner, I'm thinking you should... Well, what what? I don't know. You tell me what you want to do. What do you want to do, man? I'm going to recap this book, and I'm going to start... Good.
0: Now. Great. You ready? Sure, man. I'm listening in rapt attention. Alright, let me um let me get in the, the mindset here. Let me just gonna kinda come with I'm gonna try to generate this off the cuff here. Is there something I can do to psych you up? You I'm gonna chant your name. No, or? no, no. Just like give me do some space. Dance? Give me some space. Give me some blank audio here. Just so I can like Tanner, get my Tanner, head in the right place. Tanner. No, no, no. Tanner, blank audio.
1: Tanner.
0: Tanner. Tanner. I need blank audio. <laughs>
1: Actually, it sounded like a, a hellish scream. Yeah.
0: I need blank audio. And then I want you in post to raise the music. Okay. And then I'm just going to try my best here to uh, just kind of come up with something off the code. Off the dome. Let's see if I can just think of something. Welcome to Lake deca home of Camp Mohawk, where young men and women from New England can get a crash course on wilderness survival. Lake Dekadonka, where one wrong turn will leave you stranded in the wilderness, hunted by escaped psychopaths from a nearby prison. Lake Dekanunga, a creative retreat where new talent is fostered and your preconceived notions of race are challenged by bold, new theatrical works. Lake Dukakis, a place so twisted and corrupting that you can lose your very identity, not recognizing the face you see when you look in the mirror. Lake DeCasaga, a place you may well meet the love of your life, a handsome 13-year-old Japanese-American boy from Asheville, New York, named Will. Lake Dukanewoda, where the diseased waters and hostile flora will leave your eyes red and swollen. Your skin covered in itchy, pus filled lesions, and your limbs bruised and broken. Lake Demi Donkey, where metal is tested and resolve is never in short supply, where no distance is too far and no night is too dark, as long as you are buoyed by the power of pure, unwavering love. Welcome to Lake Decadu. Enjoy your vacation. Babysitter's Club Super Special. Number two, Babysitter's Summer Vacation.
1: Tanner, if I had known that you were this good at this. Just kind of coming up with these like off the cuff. I would not have spent 131 books painstakingly writing these descriptions. Oh, you wrote yours? Right, writing, thinking about, in anticipation oh, you, of you doing thought it. Thought not yours before. No no no, 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 no. I didn't think about it. Okay. No, I, writing is the word I use for extemporaneously coming up with. But it's pain. It's difficult because you kind of got to go inside yourself and get into that zone. You, uh, know.
0: Did you I just kind of like I kind of tuned out and just let
1: whatever come to me come to me. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. It's pretty natural for me, you know. For me, it is nat- It is natural when I do yeah. it, but like it's you got to go to that creative place. I
0: mean, because like, obviously I didn't even know I was going to be doing it this yeah. week. I kind of forgot
1: that it was my job. What's impressive is that given that you didn't know you were going to be doing it, you remembered all of the different names that the girls call the lake throughout this book. It's kind of a running joke that Anne has. It's astonishing that off the top of your head- Oh,
0: yeah, I guess I didn't notice- yeah i just i thought I just said what I thought the name of the lake was, the whole but time.
1: then you spun it into this clever conceit where it's kind of felt like there are different layers of different lakes where different people have different experiences huh no, I didn't yeah I
0: didn't huh. no.
1: nothing it just it's like that fugue state, huh?
0: yeah, I just kind of
1: disappear into it, yeah, that's what it's like for me when I do my descriptions. yeah, welcome to yeah. the club. it's easy
0: so you, and now and now you've got ninety seconds I guess to do your recap, right.
1: Um, I kind of feel like you nailed it, honestly.
0: Okay, I'm actually fine with that. Okay. So do you just want to move on to our notes, or I was
1: kind of looking forward to maybe trying to do a little bit.
0: Oh, because you shut me down pretty quickly there. I said, "Do you want to do it?" And you're like, "No, you got it."
1: Kind of wanted you to fight me on it a little bit, so it seemed like I didn't. I didn't want oh, to. I don't
0: actually. I think I don't like the recaps.
1: It's like the remember? it's like the hero's journey. Like he first rejects the call, right? Yeah. So I was kind of trying to do that part, but then, then normally he gets a second chance. No, in the hero's journey.
0: So it's kind of like a bad hero's journey where the hero is like, it "Please, because he like is looking for some kind of like attention."
1: <laughs> Look, I've made a mistake. All right, I want to do it. Okay, let me allow me if you if you will.
0: Okay. To put 90 seconds, that's one minute, 30 seconds, on a big, bad watch. Oh, you didn't tell me it was going to be big and bad. Is it a clock or a watch? I don't know, man. You're the guy who has it. Go to google.com and type in 90 second timer. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. To begin. Yeah. In five,
1: four, three. Welcome to my description of this novel. It's about the babysitters. They are going to summer vacation. They're going to summer camp. They're going to Camp Mohawk this year. Even Stacy, who is based in New York and initially didn't want to go, but Christy and the girls convinced her or persuaded her that, in fact, that was a good idea. They go to summer camp. Everything seems to be going well, but all the girls have a different experience. Claudia is in love with a mysterious boy. That's interesting. It's the first real love she's felt. It's stronger than the love she's ever felt for Austin Bentley or Trevor Sanborn. Marianne, because she's being in this... Camp with these two cool girls feels like she needs to pretend that she's super cool. And so she has to pretend that she's being in this camp with these two. Oh, don't go ahead. Because she's in this camp with these cool girls. She has to pretend like she's super cool. And she pretends that she's Gaga for Logan in a way that's not actually true. Writes a letter saying how like... She's starry-eyed for him and tries to sneak it to him. gets caught. That's weird. Jesse and Mallory are being bullied. There's a racial element to it. It's kind of uncomfortable. Uh, But they overcome it through the power of dance. Uh, There's this girl, Heather, who is solitary and difficult. Uh, She's a camper, and she's difficult to reach. But she comes into her own. When Dawn and all the girls get lost, Stacy gets Poison Ivy, Pink Eye, and Time up. Time up. Time
0: up. Stop talking. Time up.
1: And then Chrissy gets a makeover. Your time is up. And then they all go home. Strike that from the
0: record. Your Honor, <laughs> strike that last bit from the record. His time was up. Overruled. You can't overrule me. The judge has to overrule me. Who's the judge? A governing body. Super babies.
1: Chrissy gets a makeover. And- no, you, ha- you can't keep going.
0: <laughs> I will cut I- your mic. I was never this hard on you. I will cut your mic. Yeah, you should have been. <laughs> It's not my fault. You were so lenient. You let me walk all over you. How'd I do? Good. You did a good job until you went over time. Thank you. There's a lot that went on in this novel. This is a dense text. I don't quite know where to begin. I can talk about Logan's horniness. I can talk about. <laughs> I can talk. Do You know, there's a couple recurring themes I've noticed between the last book and this book that I assume will continue
1: on through the remainder of the books yeah there are a number of things i think in each book they introduce a monster
0: like a uh, like a man-sized beast
1: of h- human intelligence right in the last book they introduced this uh this like creature this great old one whose tendrils reached into the minds of the girls oh sure and the spider and the spider yeah. Um, in this book they introduce this faceless character
0: Hmm
1: Interesting Tell me more Let me read you this passage I was at a really exciting part of my book when Attention all campers and counselors Attention all campers and counselors Good morning Today is Sunday Breakfast will be served in half an hour The menu is waffles Bacon and orange juice Have a nice day came over the loudspeaker. It was Mrs. Means. I pictured her wearing a smiley face. Okay. So, she's, so she can, like, swap her faces. Well, it just seems like something that you would only say about someone. I would say I pictured her smiling if she Wait. had a face. I
0: picture her in a mirrored hall, a yeah. parlor, surrounded by essentially like cake plates mm-hmm. and she's attended by her royal retainers right and they're dolling her up and they bring her these these cake plates and on each one is a face with a different expression on it oh right okay and that makes she sense. the camera pans around and we see her own face and it's nothing right. Exactly. It's a blank space. It's empty. she's like carefully choosing, oh, which what will I be today? Yes. I will be the smiling one today. Yes. And she takes the smile face off the cake plate and puts it on her head. Right. That's what I picture. Yeah. I think that's exactly what Anne pictured as well. I think that might be a long lost, long repressed memory from a movie called return to oz okay did you see that movie all i remember is that it haunted me oh fuck i just found it yeah princess Mambi is the the monarch of return to oz and it's this ex- it's exactly what i just described she's in a mirrored hall in a parlor and she's got like a a hall of heads and she can swap out her heads to be different women of different expressions i'm watching it now okay oh it's so spooky
1: i think number this afternoon what do you think i think you're very beautiful i should hope so this is a description of mrs means who is the camp counselor and we don't know much about her it's a it's an apt description because she is someone who you could put any face on all we know is that she's called Mrs. Means, and the campers call her Old Meanie. Are you still watching Return to Oz? Hmm? Still watching Return to Oz? Hmm? Or are you still watching Return to Oz? Um,
0: no, no, no. I'm paying attention to you. Good. Um, the mean, uh, Old Meanie. Old Meanie. Oh, my God. It's so spooky.
1: Yeah, it's spooky. And so, Anne, it seems like the Ocean Princess, what do we call her now? The Knife? The Fast-Fingered Swordman or the Knife? So the knife this week, it seems like what she's trying to do is she's trying to put, like, a great evil in each of these super specials. Yeah. And this faceless wonder, I don't know if it's evil, but it certainly feels like it. It's menacing. Yeah. And then there's also the, the
0: beast. There's the monster, and then there's the beast. Last week, right. the monster was the great tentacled one from the depths. Mm-hmm. And the beast was the spider. mm This week, the monster is this Princess Mombi, Mrs. Meany character. Mm -hmm. And then the beast is this bird. Oh, right. This is in Chapter Mm 6. Dawn is describing her bunkmates and her fellow CIT. That stands for Counselor Counselor in Training. training. One of the CITs is called Amy. And Mm. here's Dawn's description of her. The other CIT, she went to Camp Mohawk last summer but she doesn't have much camping experience. She's not exactly pretty, but she's not bad looking either. Her eyes are kind of close together and her nose is pointy, so she looks like a bird. Hmm. So I think maybe Amy is a bird. Yeah. And this is the beast this week, is this bird Amy, who's girl-sized. Yeah. And has human intelligence. Well, it's very
1: progressive of Dawn to say that she's not pretty well to not be like hey they brought a bird into the camp the bird should be outside and go in a birdhouse instead just be like i like her she's not pretty but i like i mean whatever it's not perfect. i mean a week ago she met a man-sized spider of
0: human intelligence yeah no that's so true. i think this is probably a pretty old hat for her at this point right yeah so this will be a fun game we have now for the next uh 13 books where we find uh Monster and a beast in yeah. each book. Yeah. I assume that, that this is gonna hold up yep. pretty I th- well. I think it will definitely hold up well. Over the course of the series. Well actually
1: I can tell you it well because I um if you can remember back when we were reading the Babysitters Club books. Yeah um, the main canon books, I noticed early on that there was a like a religious theme, what in Dawn books? And you're saying dong books? Dawn Duan. Okay. Duan. And uh, and then I was just easily able to find that every time we read a Dom book.
0: Oh, I kind of remember that yeah. happening for a little while.
1: So it's like once you notice something, and it wasn't labored at all. Yeah, no, no, no. when you commit to it, right? It's, it's, it's the if it's in the fucking text. Is that something we say?
0: Um, we can start saying it for sure. It's for in sure the fucking text. It. It's in the it's in the fucking text.
1: Yeah, super babies, super babies. <laughs> um. I want to talk... Tanner, I want to talk to you, and I think that you want to talk to me. I want to talk to you, but I think it's your turn to go. Right. I know, but I was going to continue the sentence, so you didn't need to interrupt. Okay. I did, though. I I know, so I'm going to start again. I'm going to get another run-up at it, and this time, just let me go. Okay. Okay? Yep. I want to talk to you, and I think... okay. About what? (laughs) No, let me just go through the whole thing, and then when I pause then you can weigh in. Okay. I want to talk to you and I think that you want to talk to me about the many different versions of the camp. Oh, okay, about what? Excuse me? I just
0: I I panicked. I heard the pause. Yeah. You told me to wait for the pause and I did and then I <laughs> I heard it and I just couldn't think of the right thing to say. Okay,
1: well, just try to try to interact with what I'm saying. As if it's a conversation. Oh, okay, I could try to say it in a different way if you'd
0: like. No conversation. We're just two like. It's like we're coworkers. We're on yeah. the elevator together. We're like leaving work all right. for the day. Okay.
1: All right, all right. All right. Bring me there. Bring me there. We're up, we just got on. It's the, what? Where we? Where do we work?
0: I got on upstairs at sixteen. Where do we? I work? wrote it down three floors to thirteen, where you got on. Okay. And where then we're, we're both riding down to the lobby. We work at um uh we work at the
1: Jurassic park okay <laughs> okay all right um and what are we we're dinosaur handlers no admin admin yeah. okay oh hey Joe I didn't realize uh you worked on 13 do you mean me yeah oh it's my name is Tanner I thought we were role-playing workers at Jurassic Park to help you get there oh do you want Tanner are we still in the role play oh sorry oh wait Joe I sorry Tanner you look just like my colleague Joe oh I don't know him anyway how's admin at JP going I love it it's like
0: you know when you love what you do you, you never work a day in your life yeah <laughs> it's what I say. Do you have anything? And I to... love running sysadmin stuff for dinosaur parks.
1: Oh, you're not just, a, I thought you were an admin in the sense of somebody who mans the desk. You're actually a sysadmin. Sysadmin, yeah. So you do a lot of coding and like back end website stuff for the. Park. I'm always in that
0: server room.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's warm in there, huh?
0: Oh, tell me about it. You know where else it's warm? Where? Coast of uh, Utopia? Coast, off the coast of. Costa Rica, where the island is that the dinosaurs live on. Uh yeah, the
1: dinosaurs. Anyway, have you noticed, Tanner? Yep. How in? The... I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name. Uh, my name's Goliath. Okay, Goliath. That's yeah. an interesting name. Thanks. I had a question for you. Well, this elevator take. Stick... Uh, yeah. Okay. This elevator's taking a long time. Yeah, I guess 60 15 floors is a long way to go. <laughs> <laughs> can I ask you a question? I don't mean to bother you. I know you're busy. Oh, no, it's fine. Have you noticed how in the novel Super Special Number 2 Babysitter's Summer Vacation, the camp that yeah. they go to has like I haven't multi- read it. Oh, can I ask can I talk to you oh, about Oh, sorry, it? I'm getting a I'm getting a call. <laughs> okay. Just, who who is it? Just let me take now. Sorry,
0: Just let me take this. Okay. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Yes. Sorry, I'm in an elevator. I don't have great signal. Oh, um, I am interested in alternative energy. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um. No. Yeah. I've got time now. That's great. <laughs> Did that go the way you were
1: hoping it would go? Wait, are we out of the role play now? Yeah. Can we get back in it?
0: (laughs) It's you. Okay. Yeah. You just want to pick up where we left off?
1: Yeah. I want to do this role play for the rest of the episode.
0: So you're saying I can get a tax
1: credit (laughs) if I... (laughs) Tanner! Tanner! Tanner, it's an emergency. Get off your phone. Tanner, get off your phone. It's an emergency. Sorry, one second. It's, this is an emergency. I need to talk to you about this now. It's more important than anything. Okay, Please one second. Please hang up the phone. Can I call you back? Please.
0: Yes. Okay, what's the best number to reach you at?
1: <laughs> okay. I'm begging you. Do you have a pen? Hey, I'm, do you have a pen? I'm begging okay. you. This is an emergency. Just hang up. This is. I can't. I need, a pen. I need okay. to tell you something.
0: Sorry, I really do have to go. Okay. Okay.
1: Please. Please, I'm begging you.
0: Okay, great. No, thank you for your time.
1: <laughs> great. This is urgent. It's urgent. Um,
0: yeah, I can take a quick survey.
1: <laughs> no, this is urgent. Please. Five. <laughs> what is the survey?
0: Five. Five. Uh, yes, I would recommend. Yes. Okay, I- great. Thank you. Yeah, you take care. This is an emergency. Okay.
1: Bye. This is an emergency. Okay. Please. Sorry. Tanner. Yes. It's me, Goliath again. Mm. So in the novel Super Special Number Two, Babysitter's Summer Vacation by the Ocean Princess. Uh huh. The babysitters are in this camp. is this elevator still not? Oh, here we are. Bing. Okay. Uh yeah, you have a great night. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. Okay.
0: So, some fun new characters. Uh, Tanner. Yeah. Into renewable energy. Very responsive to
1: telemarketers.
0: Oh, he likes to hear people out. Yeah. And then this Goliath character is
1: kind of like a dork. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I kind of liked him. Can I ask you something, Tanner? Yeah. I think that you're going to be interested in talking about, as I am, the many different layers of the camp. Yeah, the camp, camp whatever,
0: Mohawk, as it's called. No, camp whatever. It's true name. Who calls it camp whatever? Oh, gosh, Jack, you just, you make me do it, huh? You make me do all the damn work on this show, huh? Boy, camp sure had generated a lot of mail. Since I love mail, that's fine. One piece of mail I got was from Logan. The envelope contained his four entries, in the diary. They did a diary. The whole framing of this book is that it's a diary. The whole
1: thing is a diary. They really lean into that. I stuck
0: them into the diary. Us girls had been passing around on our side of Lake Whatever.
1: Hmm. That's in the epilogue. Okay, there you go. Well, it's called Camp Mohawk, and it has many different meanings. This camp reminded me in many ways of the novel Sphere Okay, by Michael Crichton. Do you mean Congo? No, I mean sphere.
0: I think Michael Crichton wrote Congo, right?
1: That is accurate.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're thinking of. So there's like one ape who knows sign language and like Uh is kind of nice and she communicates with the scientists and they all go to the Congo and there's this like race of like super apes that are very Uh aggressive. Yeah. That's what you mean, right?
1: No. What I mean is the novel sphere. And. What Sphere is about is a bunch of travelers who go into the depths, and each one of them ends up encountering their deepest fear. Okay. This is a novel about that. Each of these girls, in some way, at Camp Mohawk, encounters their darkest fear. It's like um, the cave on Dagobah.
0: Exactly.
1: But for all of them, descends into. I think this is a good way into talking about this novel. Christie's fear is being beautiful.
0: That's mm, not anything to be afraid of.
1: Well, tell that to Christy. The girls, Tansy, and the other camp counselors spend the whole novel trying to make her over.
0: Yeah, and they do, and she goes to the dance and has a
1: good time. But she hates the way she looks. Yeah. I
0: covered that in my recap.
1: I covered that in my recap. It's what she's afraid of.
0: I think Lake Whatever and Camp Mohawk is a it's a test. It's this it's a waypoint. Ooh. Mm. Now isn't that interesting? Okay. Let's introduce a new concept into the canon of this podcast.
1: The Babysitters Club Super Club.
0: A waypoint. Mm. It's fixed in time and space. Yeah. But it's it's transmutable. It's always changing. Okay. It's like Dekanawida. It's like Dekadonka. It's like Dekanunga. It's like Dukakis.
1: They call it a number of different names throughout the book. It's a running theme that all the girls call it by a different name.
0: Yeah, I think I it's. A,
1: I think they call it by different names because it's a different place each time. That makes sense to me, and that fits with what I'm trying to tell you, which is that each of these girls is experiencing a dark night of the soul. Chrissy is experiencing what it would be like if if she were prettied up and people put makeup on her and she was like the belle of the ball, which is what she yeah. doesn't want. Claudia... Is experiencing what it would be like to finally truly be loved by someone, which is something right. that she deeply fears. Jesse and Mallory fear being discounted, and here they are being discounted by these other counselors who look at them as being not responsible enough. And then you have Stacy, whose great fear is her diabetes, and what does she get in this? She gets impetigo. She gets poison ivy. She ends up like this, pink like, eye pink eye she ends up in the infirmary as this hotbed this petri dish of disease patient zero then then marianne's great fear is being inauthentic marianne literally goes through a dark night of the soul yeah she has to go out into the woods and like sneak this fake letter to logan which i feel like we ought to read to the super babies okay and then finally dawn's great fear is being lost and she is lost in the woods something we will also talk about and murderers. All
0: the girls are kind of lightly afraid of murderers.
1: Yeah, everyone's lightly afraid of murderers, which they should be, because murderers are on the loose. Yeah. Um. So Marianne is in the cabin with uh, these two cool girls, and they think she's not cool, and then she gains some cool points by being like, oh, I'm just here because of my boyfriend. Oh, and right. they're like, oh, you got a boyfriend? And then she feels like she needs to ramp it up. And then she writes this letter to Logan, who's like on the other side of the lake in the boys' camp, with the express purpose of it being discovered. And it goes as follows. Dear Logan, I miss you so much. I'm counting the days until next Wednesday. This next week will seem like a year. I think of you and I want to (laughs) swoon. Oh, to feel your arms around me at the dance. It has been too long since our last kiss. I will be wearing the formal teepee wear, of course, and a yellow ribbon in my hair. What of you, my love? Will you wear your aftershave? If you were to bring me a yellow flower to match my ribbon, I would melt in your arms. Love forever. Kisses and hugs. Your love bunny. Marianne. Yeah. This is not characteristic of Marianne. No, it's not how she... His tone. Is. That's not how she normally is.
0: Right. There's something going on. This is a different Marianne, and this is the Marianne of Lake Demi Donkey.
1: Exactly. So I think this is, it's a very interesting novel that Anne has penned for us, which is it's a novel that it's about all these girls go to the same camp in a different world. A different reality. A different reality. And each of them in each reality is tested according to their deepest fear about who they are. About who they are becoming. I agree. I captured all of that. Yeah. Uh
0: I have an idea. Yeah. I don't know if we do this on this show. Yeah. But I recommend we take a break. Okay. And we and go what? use the restroom. Okay. And then what? Grab a beer. Okay. And reconvene what? in five and get right back on the horse. Okay, that sounds good, but who would
1: say who would say goodbye? Well, I guess he's hit pause, so I guess it's me.
0: (sighs) Wow. What a refreshing break, Jack. You don't have to... And now we're
1: back. Okay, fine.
0: This book, Uh Jack, Babysitter's Club Super Special, number two, Uh Babysitter's Summer Vacation, Uh was four, Gene, Barry, Uh and Bonky. Yeah, and Bonky. <laughs> now, let's discuss this. Let's let's unpack this. Uh-huh. Gene, Barry. And Bonky. And Bonky. hmm Who do we think these three are? Friends of Anne? I gotta say, that's what I thought, too, but one name is jumping out at me, and it's Bonky.
1: <laughs> okay, for me, it was Gene.
0: Well, I think we know who Gene is. Who's that? I think Gene might be the inspiration for one of the families. Okay. Don't didn't we have a, like someone in Baby Nation one time said that they know the Perkins, a friend of Anne's, the Perkins. Yeah, I think that's who Gene is. Okay. All right. So who's Bonky Tanner? Now who's Bonky? Yeah. B O N K I E. Mm-hmm. I'm googling it really quickly. Bonky. I'm on Urban Dictionary. That southern seemed... slang for ass. For ass. Yeah. And then the the example here is, I slipped the vibe up my bonky. Okay,
1: well, we've also got Reinhard Bonnke, who is a German Pentecostal evangelist. Okay. He seems bad. Now, here's another one. We've also
0: got Bonnke's can be defined as given a biddy the bidness, fierce. And then it says in parentheticals, all caps, sex. Okay,
1: so it could be that. Um, Reinhard Bonnke wrote in an autobiography called Living a Life of Fire. Oh, boy. Now who
0: you bonky, bonky, and that's spelled the same way. And no, spelled it's it. got a slightly different spelling,
1: but it. Well, comes I, up. they
0: probably changed it. At yeah, Ellis Island, right? That happened a lot.
1: Yeah. So bonky, and
0: and and then the third definition here: a successful completion of a bonking session. Is that sexual? Uh, comma C bonk, comma a fuck.
1: Oh, excuse me?
0: And then there's three examples here. Yeah. Um, me got me some wicked bonky last night. Hmm. Me like da bonky. Mm-hmm. And no bonky in the room. Okay. So it's either ass. Come on. Or it, it's slang for sex. Okay. Or it's slang for um, a good bonking session. Actually, it doesn't say good. It just says successful completion of a bonking session. Okay. I had a bonky.
1: And you want to know, actually, I can divulge this. I wasn't going to, but I feel comfortable divulging it now. Yeah. I've had a couple beers, and I'll divulge it to you and to the Baby Nation. I know that probably a lot of people listening to this are wondering how you get to a successful completion of a bonking session. Mm -hmm. Like, you're listening to this podcast, and you're like, Great. Thanks, guys. I'm here for tips. You're talking about a successful completion of a bonking session. I'm interested in knowing how to start a bonking session. You're on step 10? Yeah. I need steps 1 through yeah. 9. That's why you're listening to this show. Yeah. Well, I can tell you that Tanner already revealed the answer to that. I did.
0: Yeah, earlier oh. on. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> I know
1: how to successfully administer a bonking. (laughs) Do you? I think so. Yeah, because you know and I know. But Tanner, because we're such experts, I think you kind of glossed over it for people who are on step one. Okay.
0: It's just like I'm so far beyond step one because I'm so good at doing
1: bonking. Yeah. So step one is something that you said. Right. Of course. And you want to say it to your partner. Yes. So we say it together. Um, one, two, three. Me like the bonky. Me like the bonky. Right, <laughs>
0: right, 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 right.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: So, step one, baby nation. You found that special someone. You found <laughs> someone you're interested in. Yeah. You would enjoy successfully completing a bonking session with them. Mm-hmm. Right. Where do we go now? Approach them. Yeah. Make your intentions clear. Yeah. Look them in the eye and say, "Me like the bonky." <laughs>
1: <laughs> and there you are. And that's what Anne was saying at the beginning of this novel. Yeah.
0: Oh, 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 right. It's for Gene, Barry, and DeBonkey. Yeah. <laughs> we all like DeBonkey. <laughs> yeah. Good. Um, speaking of DeBonkey. Okay. Logan is I think I have a new theory on Logan for the super special books. Yeah. And that it, it's that he's like a horn dog. Mm. Okay. He, like, expresses that he is attracted to several girls in this book. Yeah. Such
1: as Marianne Spear, which makes sense. Christy Thomas. Christy Thomas. Christy gets a makeover, and Logan dances with her. And he's like, who's this babe? Yeah. He says, oh, wow. And then later, someone's like, that was Christy. Just, like, she got a makeover. And he's like, right. oh, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> me, me like it the bonky. Me like the bonky. <laughs> Super babies, don't say that to anyone. No, do say it to do people. See, do say it to people. Yeah, do say it to people if you
0: want to do bonky with them. Yeah. it's yeah. not hard.
1: Yeah, it's not a hard. And if thing they say
0: it. no, if they say no, move on. It's four words. It's four words. Me,
1: like or likey, likey. D- you depending, can on you can go either way. Yeah. Duh, duh, bonky. Bonky. Come on,
0: that is not hard to say. But if they decline, if they say, I'm not interested in Bonky, you yeah. say, Thank you for your time. I respect and that. You bow and you walk away. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Thank you for your time. <laughs> <laughs> Good.
0: Yeah. And Logan is an interesting character in this book. He's a horn dog. He's suddenly interested in all of the girls of the babysitters club. Yeah. And he's got a a supernatural fascination with the number seven. I noticed
1: this as well. He finds it. Okay, so the thing that Logan does is, Logan has a point of view. He gets to write his own chapter. Oh, yeah. You yeah, see yeah, his yeah. handwriting. He finds everything thought-provoking. Yeah. <laughs> and he <laughs>
0: calls attention to that. Yeah. Whoa, so thought-provoking.
1: So here are the two passages where he says that something's thought-provoking, and they they definitely have something in common. The first, he says, I was assigned to Cabin 7A. The cabin names here are so (laughs) (laughs) thought-provoking.
0: I like this new surfer bro, Logan, even though we both know full well
1: that he's from Kentucky. Yeah, and hell. Yeah, and hell. And then later he says, it's important to know all this before I describe what happened at lunch today. I was sitting at table seven. Whoa. (laughs) Thought-provoking. With the 12 campers, our two counselors, and us four CITs. We were discussing bonky. We were discussing who likes to bonky. Our favorite way to bonky. Why does he find the number seven so thought-provoking? He's, like, obsessed with it. He's obsessed with it. Now, one
0: second here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Mm. Lakes. Where? Lake Dekanawida, Lake Dekadonka, huh. Lake Dekanunga, Lake Dukakis, Lake Decasaga, Lake Dekanawuda, Lake Demidonkey.
1: Okay, so Anne puts seven different names for this lake in the seven different worlds of pain that these girls experience where they're trying to find themselves. The seven layers of hell. The seven different layers of hell. And Logan, anytime the number seven comes up, feels the need to interject and say, whoa, thought-provoking. Thought-provoking. Huh. And he's horny as hell. He like a debonkey. He love a debonkey. I don't love that we say this now what i like the bonky cuz it comes very naturally <laughs> yeah it's like no, it it really rolls good. off the tongue it's like
0: lick a boom boom down a yeah. little bit
1: yeah it feels it good it feels good to say it i like a debonky but it's yeah. not i'm just trying to imagine someone being like hey have you listened to the babysitters club super club podcast yeah and and their friend is like no i haven't recommended it to me and they're like oh they say this funny thing where they're both like i like a debonky yeah and I feel like that would turn a lot of people off. And you're
0: like, what does that mean? And it's like, oh, it means
1: I like, I like Yeah, sex. it's, well, come on. It's a family yeah. podcast. But yeah. And I don't know. I just think, like we have a t-shirt. It says, I like a debonkey. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? It's not a popular shirt. I like a debonkey. No one's going to yeah. wear that. Even if you do. A lot of people do. A lot of people like a debonkey.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I even know Actually, if you wear the shirt, yeah, Super babies. Yeah. It cuts out a whole step of your approach.
1: Right. You, know, you just point you at your shirt. Have to, yeah. You don't even have to say it. You can just go up to your crush and then yeah. point at your shirt. Yeah. And that <laughs> makes it clear. Yeah. You're in this for debonky. That's what – think about the power move that Anne did. She wrote, I like a Debonky. I can't remember. I'm not looking at it. But she wrote, I like a DeBonkey at the front of this novel that like, probably tens of thousands of people bought. Right she's like just putting it out there casting a wide net (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's a power most
0: of these people are going to be like young women yeah but i like hopefully i can find someone my age
1: who also like a debunkie yeah good i'm glad we've hit on this
0: well great so this is a fun new so now we have three new things we're going to kind of come back to week after week baby (laughs) nation first is the The monster. Second is the
1: beast, and third is the bonky. Yeah, where's the bonky, Tanner? I have a number of things that I found in this book that were presented to me as being cool, and I I'd like to get a sense from you about whether you also think they're cool. What do you mean by cool? You mean like you think these are
0: cool things, and you want me to like assign like a rating or
1: like a grade? Yeah, is it cool or is it not? Okay. Yeah. Huh.
0: Now I wonder if we can workshop that.
1: Into a segment.
0: A little bit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I have like courtroom dramas on the head on my mind, but I don't yeah. think that's the right approach here. Judge Cooley. Mm. The cool judge. The cool judge. That's bad. <laughs> you said it and then you turned to me enthusiastically <laughs> to say it again. As but though, I like,
1: like, I would watch. This is
0: good. I would watch that good. show. The cool judge.
1: Where it's like two people come before a judge, and one of them thinks something is cool, and the other one thinks it's not. But that's not the premise here. The, I don't. I'm not opposing you on these things. Yeah.
0: Okay. How about the cool mine, like a jewel mine? No, that's no, bad.
1: that's very bad. That's surprisingly bad.
0: <laughs> um. Oh, here's one. Oh, okay. I think I found it. Okay. I think I found it. It's called. The the cess cool.
1: Nope.
0: Oh, fuck. I thought that was it.
1: No. That's not it. Um. Molecule.
0: No. <sighs> Pool. Swimming
1: cool. Are you on a rhyme dictionary?
0: Yeah, I'm on That's rhyme not dictionary. cool. See,
1: that's not cool.
0: Oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. You're gonna love this. Okay. So it's like a um like a court, right? Okay. Like a courtroom. Yeah. And we're judges. Oh, interesting. And I am a legislator or you're a legislator and I'm a judge. Yeah. And it's called, um, cool of the land. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Do you get like rule of the land rule of law? Oh, cool of law. Okay. Now that's cool. Okay. Cool of law. So you're a legislator. Okay, and you're you're writing bills, okay? Right, mm-hmm. and I'm Congress, yeah, and Senate, and we're trying to maintain the cool of law, and we're trying to. Well, there's a there was a cool Constitution, mm-hmm. and then Anne is introducing cool amendments. Okay. The cool constitution is these books, and you, yeah. the legislator, are trying to introduce cool amendments.
1: Okay. okay, this is good. I'm only slightly worried because the only other segment that we've really landed on involves approaching the bench. Yeah, approach the bench. <laughs> yeah, but we're, we're going to work around. It's that. a coincidence. Fine. Guess what? Welcome to the, we're in a cool we're in a cool of law here. Yeah, it's the cool of law. Okay, Your Honor. Yes, I have an amendment to the cool constitution. <laughs>
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Hear ye, hear
0: ye. It's the prose <laughs> this day that the cool, what'd you call it? Coolstitution? The coolstitution. The constitution, shall have a proposed amendment. Okay.
1: Okay. Please proceed. Your Honor. In Babysitters Club Super Special Number Two, Babysitters Summer Camp? Yes. Something happened that I think is so cool that it should be an amendment to the Constitution. Cool <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'm glad that I've made it this far to the highest court in the land. Yes. I was just a lowly country lawyer.
0: Well, so was Lincoln at one and He yeah. became president. So and, and can abolish I,
1: slavery? I, I really want to tell my life story a little bit. Yes. But like I kind of came up, I didn't want to be a lawyer. At all. No, no one wanted you to be a lawyer. Um, I got in and out of trouble as a teen. And so I was pretty familiar with the court. Yeah. But then uh, um, a public defender got me out of a scrap. Yep. And I looked up to her as a mentor. Yep. And I, then I realized that I wanted to be like that and just do good in the world. Yep. Yeah. And I rose through the ranks of law until I finally made it to the highest court in the land. The cool, the court of cool, the cool, court of the su- what's the cool?
0: Su- supreme. Su- cool. The cool court. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the cool Supreme court. And now and that public defender. Yeah. <laughs> who inspired you? Taught me, you everything you know and inspired you to be a better man. Yeah,
1: it was me. <laughs> that was you, okay. And now I'm on the cool Supreme court. Okay. Your Honor, I'm so... I can't believe we meet again under the Yeah, reunited. Trying my first case. Yes. Um, so, Babysitter's Club Super Special number two. Is this cool? Bunch of girls are in the camp, uh, getting changed, getting ready for an event. Uh, but the boys show up unexpectedly... From the boy's side of the camp. That's just what I was doing when I heard footsteps on the cabin porch. Heavy footsteps. Hello? Called a boy's voice. Hello? Are you doing the voices? I was just helping you out with yours. Great. Boy's voice. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Called a boy's voice. Ah! Ah! Everyone began screaming. I'm changing! Cried Leanne. I'm naked! shrieked Vanessa I'm Claudia <laughs> I said
0: I love it and I have a proposition to make to you Jack about the cool of law mm-hmm. as judge I think I have two reactions I can have yeah to your amendment yeah the first one
1: is rejection okay yeah and the second one is overcooled <laughs> that's well Overcooled sounds like you're objecting to it, okay, so someone else can object and I can say overcooled yeah, you would say, yeah, if you object, you'd say overcooled right and then you want something that is Rat- ratified ratified yeah, okay, so do you ratify that amendment? I ratified, I loved it <laughs> good, overcooled you just wanted to say objection ratified. Yeah. Okay, good. Um let's see what else do I have. Okay, here's another one. This is later in the novel. So Claudia finds this handsome boy named Will. Right. And he's at, he's at the other camp, the boys' camp. He's the boys' camp, and she has feelings for him that are different from any feeling she's ever had for Trevor Sanborn, who, as you will remember, is a poet. Oh, uh, sure. And Austin Bentley. There's just a sure. Basically, a psychic to Pete Black, no, a nothing, a no one, no one. But Claudia has stronger feelings for this guy Will than she's ever had before. He's Japanese right. American. It's something that she knows her parents are interested in. Um, oh yeah, because they want her to date another other
0: Japanese people of Japanese descent.
1: Yeah, and but he also has like a cool, like kind of Mohawk type hairstyle. I
0: don't remember that.
1: I remember it. Trust me.
0: It's convenient that you chose Mohawk, the name of the camp, so I can't even search it to see if you're right.
1: Why would you search it to see if I'm right? Because I don't. Why would I lie about something like that? (laughs) I feel like I would have remembered if Will had a cool-ass
0: Mohawk. Body wave. Do you mean body wave? That's something I have a note on. Oh, he doesn't have his headphones on. Say what? He's lost something. Baby Nation. You were just grabbing a beer.
1: Yeah, I thought that was going to go a lot smoother. Than it me.
0: was so disruptive. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought you had drop something and lost something.
1: I just wanted a beer. Okay, it was so disruptive. Yeah. So well, he's got a mohawk. Did you figure that out with your he search? He doesn't. Yeah. Body wave? Do you mean body wave? No, Stacy has a body wave. <laughs> Stacy has a body wave, and we it's probably the only need to hair talk thing about. I could find. Well, that's a cool mohawk, listen, here's what happens. At the end, so they're they're starcross lovers. They're I think overcooled is my
0: reaction to something when it's bad.
1: Yes. Thank you. Yes. And
0: ratified is my reaction when it's
1: good. Yes. We already okay. decided that. Yes. Jeez Louise. Okay. So Will, it's got a cool it's got a cool hairstyle. Just fucking trust me on this. Yeah. But they're star-crossed lovers. He's on the boys' side. Claudia's on the girl's side. She sees him this one time, but like they didn't don't have much interaction. And then she, they can't. The boy side and the girl side aren't allowed to talk until the fucking dance. Then at the dance, they fucking have this heart to heart. And Will tells Claudia that his grandmother Tink just yeah. died. Right. And Claudia's like, my grandmother's fine, but she's getting older. And I'm you know what's about really it?
0: spooky? What? Right when you said that sentence, my FaceTime glitched out. And what I heard was my grandmother, bah! and then you unfroze and you were just staring at me. Mm. And I don't know what you said. And it sent a shiver up my spine just now that you like glitched, that your
1: face froze, and you're like, bah! and I didn't hear what you said about Mimi. What happens in this novel is that Will is like, oh, Tink was really close to me. My family is important. And then she died. And then Claudia is like, well, Mimi is my grandmother and she's important to me. But she's still just fine. She's alive. She's fine. Right. Ed and
0: Maureen McGill. Yeah. Still together, happily in love. The six
1: babysitters. Yeah. Kicking ass. Well. And Mimi Yamamoto. A little bit the worse for wear, but just. Chugging along. Just chugging
0: along. Boo boo, I assume. Fine. So no reason to believe otherwise. I wanna ask you your honor. Uh-huh. It was, it was that was was that a cool no,
1: amendment? No, I'm setting the scene. Okay. I'm making my case to the okay. to the judge and to the jury. Yep. And now I'm asking you, Your Honor, whether you yes. think the following thing is cool. Yes. At later after that, Will and Claudia are sharing a moment. They're holding each other close.
0: In this moment.
1: The the song
0: I promise you this in this moment,
1: moment, moment is playing in the background.
0: They're twirling
1: me. in each other's arms. From this moment. <laughs> From from this moment, this moment oh. And Will says Here's the following thing happened Sometimes we dance slowly Talking softly to each other Sometimes we danced fast And had to yell at each other Over the noise of the crowd Of course we saved the personal stuff For the slow dances And the funny stuff for the fast ones Once when we were dancing fast And the room was really noisy Will yelled Mr. Meany's fly is open it wasn't, but it was <laughs> thrilling <laughs> to think that you could yell something like that in the person's presence without his knowing it. <laughs> thrilling. Thrilling. Is that cool? Um, ratified. Ratified. Okay, and then later, and this is my final question for the court. Yeah. Later, as they're holding each other tight, Will whispers into Claudia's ear. You know what? I feel like Tink is watching me now. <laughs> and she's happy because she knows I'm happy. Is it cool, Your Honor, <laughs> Yeah. when you're having a romantic moment yeah. with your new girlfriend <laughs> to say that you think your dead grandmother is watching you both? Overcooled. Overcooled. Oh, <laughs>
0: Here's the other thing: is I know you were trying to repress a laugh, yeah, but it, you just sounded like a pervert.
1: <laughs> you were like,
0: <laughs> I, "I feel like Tink is watching me." Right <laughs> oh, uh, overcooled on that last over-cooled one. Overcooled on that. Okay, um, Your Honor. Yeah. Uh, while we're on to the topic of. Will and Claudia and Tink. Yeah. um, I was wondering if it was okay if I approach the bench. You
1: may approach...
0: uh, May I approach the
1: bench? You may approach the bench. And I'd like to state for the assembled court that this moment, as you know, if you know anything about the law, is a moment when the lawyer has become too emotionally overwhelmed to continue... His or her presentation of the case. Closing argument. Needs to approach the bench in order, (laughs) because he or she is so sad. Right. They know. So sad. Right. That he or she needs to express that sadness to the judge, the presiding judge, which in this case is me. Gavel, gavel, gavel. May I approach the bench? Please approach the bench. I'm sorry that you've become emotionally (sighs) overwhelmed. Your Honor. Yeah.
0: Will looked very serious for a few moments. At last, he said, I don't believe in heaven or hell, but I do believe that the spirits of Tink and Big Papa (laughs) are to get... Something
1: funny, Your Honor? Sorry, I just I was thinking about I love it when you call me Big Papa. (laughs) Your Honor, I
0: I didn't didn't approach the bench for you to mock me or (laughs) patronize me. But I, yeah, okay, sorry. Carry on. I don't believe in heaven and hell, but I do believe that the spirits of Tink and Big Papa are... (laughs) Your Honor... This is my approach to the bench moment.
1: Yeah, I know, I know. I just, do you think there's a song that's, I love it when you call me Tink?
0: <laughs> you know, I had a rap group with Jim, my friend Jim in college called Pickled Tink. Jim from Mallory Hates Boys and Jim? Yeah, I bet if you Google Pickled Tink. God, I hope. No, that's
1: not. No, I don't want people listening to your rap. I think it's gone, thankfully. Okay, Good. Thank God. Okay. Please continue. I'm, I'll, I'll try to contain myself. <clears throat> I don't believe in heaven and hell, mm. but
0: I do believe that the spirits of Tink and Big Papa are together somewhere. So I know they're happy. Both of them.
1: Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Your honor, may I approach your bench? <laughs> um...
0: <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that was well, not what I was expecting, but um sure, I'm open to it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we have done a good job of expressing this to the super babies. This is the moment that made us sad.
0: Yeah. Well, that's why you need to approach the bench. So- and I need to approach rip- the
1: bench. Compose yourself in front of the jury. I want to tell you about the last time that Claudia ever saw Will. Your honor and the super babies. Go ahead. And I would ask you to try to hold back your tears. Please. It went like this. I like the way Will laced his fingers through mine. But I like I f- the way you call me Big Pop. No. Pop. Now, you're ruining my one. Well, you ruined mine, so. I didn't! Your one had Big Papa in it.
0: Yours had, I like the way... Dot, dot, dot.
1: Okay, fine. That's, so let's blame this on Anne. Let's blame this on Notorious B.I.G. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I liked the way Will laced his fingers through mine, but I felt sad. You know, I'll probably never see you again, I said. Not here at camp after tonight. And you live in Ashfield and I live in Stony Brook. We're not exactly next door to each other. There's always next summer. Will began. Next summer? What about next month? Next week? Will shrugged. He looked awfully serious. I don't want us to end, I said. But I think we're going to. Even if we are back at camp next summer, a lot can happen in a year. I know. Maybe we better just say goodbye, I said. And the moment I said that, kids began leaving the rec hall and the driver of the minivan turned on the motor and headlights. Oh, I cried. I didn't mean right now. I didn't mean we'd have to say goodbye now. I wish time could stop right now, I added. And those were the last words we said to each other. A beautiful love died. Your honor. I, why are all our segments in the court, but I assume your honor that you agree that that was sad? It was very sad, yeah, yeah. sustained. yeah, do you sad stained? Do you, s- you satisfy yeah. the motion? satisfied? <laughs> Good. We're in real trouble here with our new segments. Tanner, I was thinking that we should leave now. Mm. okay. Um this has been a very thought provoking episode. Uh so thought provoking. Baby Nation! Thank you. Oh wait. Super baby.
0: Thank you for joining us on Super Baby Babysitters Club
1: Super Special Club. No, it's Super Babysitters Club Super Club. Thank you for joining us. Please rate and review our new show, this new brand new show on iTunes. You must mm-hmm rate and review it please please it's a new show we need new
0: ratings and reviews yeah go to bit.ly slash bscc merch to buy our merch yep including the me like a da, what was it me like a bonkey me like a debonky shirt that yep. i'm sure will be up by
1: the time this episode goes up yeah almost certainly it's something yeah. anyone's gonna want to wear in public yeah <laughs> a lot of courtroom metaphors we're going to turn those into t shirts and merch as well. It's all we have in the way of segments. So, we didn't get around to the yet
0: unnamed and unframed segment where we talk about one character, like, says something very biting and damaging to another
1: character. That's true. We didn't get around to it. I can't find mine now, so we're just going to keep moving. But I'm
0: sure if we do manage to do that next week, it will have Uh, some kind of framing that is court-themed
1: around it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Super babies. This week, we read a novel that was called Super Special, number two, Babysitter's Summer Vacation. Next week, we're going to be reading a novel called, guess what? Babysitter's Club super special number three, Babysitter's Winter Vacation. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, I'm still trying to find fun,
0: quippy things to use for the outro. Here's what I've got uh,
1: from this book, and it's something that Stacy's mom says and is recurs. Oh, sure. This is good. And I think about it a lot, just in general. Have fun and be careful. Have fun and be careful. That's what Stacy's mom, Maureen, says to Stacy in a way that makes her embarrassed, but I think it's right. good advice for all of us. So, Super Babies and Tanner, this week I would like to tell you before I say goodbye. Goodbye. Have fun and be careful.
0: I wouldn't go swimming because i didn't I wouldn't want to catch chiggers,
1: oh yeah, everybody because I caught those a lot growing up, and they suck Stacy catches all of them, yeah, you ever had a you ever had chiggers? um that's not an actual thing, but no have... it
0: is they're they're lake lice Ugh, and bad. essentially every lake in Minnesota is infected with them, and you go swimming for 10 minutes and all of a sudden you come out and your armpits and your groin are just on fire with chigger bites. I knew a guy who found a dildo in a lake once. Was it me? Yeah. From a story I told you? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's a river. (laughs) Yeah. That was a HeadGum Podcast.